On this episode of the AV Profession, we take a look at courage, the courage to lead and the courage to manage and to tell someone when they're doing something wrong and doing it right. All that and more next on the AV Profession. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 28, Courage. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Peerless AV, driving technology through innovation. This is the AV Profession, the look at the business of the audiovisual industry. My name is Tim Albright. I'm your host. With us to discuss a couple issues today, I'm Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consulting. Welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, you, you've been on the on the road quite a bit lately. Um, you and I both have been, and, and yes. you've been talking with with a number of, of integrators. And one thing that we want to talk about today is, oh, honestly, is is the subject of courage, uh, and that may seem odd in a, in a business podcast, but it really is the courage to kind of make the right decisions, not only for your company but also for your people. Explain what you what you mean by that. Well, and thanks. Um, I decided that that was the word I really wanted to use because most of us know the right thing to do. Are we just willing to do it? And then what gets in the way of us doing it? And I think it's just that's that model of courage to say, step up and do the right thing because the consequences are, you know, basically allowing the wrong thing to be done again and again and again. And it's interesting. People say, well, my boss might get mad at me. And I'm like, if your boss fires you for doing the right thing that's a like a sad commentary both on your boss but also on the company you're with and it's like going why would I want to be there and I've I've found again training over a, a hundred people over the last six weeks that people want both project management and the profession of AVE to really be a profession and to hold themselves up to a higher standard or at least that's what I'm getting from all these people and yet they don't allow themselves to do that. And they also feel that other people won't allow them. So that's why the, the topic is, again, courage. Doing the right thing and just understanding that the consequences will be what they will be. But also acknowledging that if you don't step up and do it, you're in the same trap of you know insanity. But also low morale because people want to be held to a standard. Um, one of the examples I have is you know when technicians do sloppy work and what I'll hear, you know, I can't tell them that they don't work for me. Yeah, but they do work for the company and they do have standards or should have standards. So part of that is, does your company have standards? And if you don't, then let's have the courage to have the conversation of let's build standards. And again, standards is how do we do quality work? Um, I'll also hear, well, I don't want to be mean. Well, you're not mean if you're holding them to a standard, if you're holding them accountable to that. Uh, Or they won't like me. And again, in in class, especially as a project manager, I'm like, if you want friends, buy a dog. So it's, it's, uh, especially with the techs, it seems like that's a place to start. Um, Again, wiring checklists, sloppy workmanship. Uh, people who work slow just to drag out their hours, you know, let's, let's create the team, create the standards, and then have the courage to hold them to it. Well, and you, you mentioned a couple of things right there, um, is, is, you know, wiring checklists and, and, um, 
van checklist, but but what processes can you know folks put into place, whether they're project managers or they're the managers or the the, the owners of the of the company, to not only you know, set the standard, but also set expectations. I mean, this is right. this is a job, this is a profession, and this is what's expected of you uh, when you come in to, to work on a Monday morning. Um, this is your your list. This is the job that you've been put on, and this is what's expected of you. And if you don't meet that, then this is what you should expect to right. you know, receive or not receive. And this is what you should expect when you do meet it. Um, I I find that, and I again talking to techs and PMs a lot of companies aren't even having that conversation. Hmm. And I'm like going, how do you, how do you do onboarding? How do you even set up, you know, what's your you know, vision, mission, values, ethics in your organization? And they're like, well, people are so hard to hire. We're just happy that they're there. And I, I kind of look at them with almost glazed eyes and say, so you'll allow anyone to walk through the door. And I'm like, well, yeah, as long as they're alive. Sure. I'm like, you know, I was like, well, how's that working out in terms of quality? discipline, morale, your company culture, they're like, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm like, well, then who, who's setting this up from both a management and a project management, but also an ops management conversation? It's really laying out the expectations. And I, I find that 90, 95% of the people actually want a standard. Now, we might have another session another day on how to build them, but I say that management sets the the tone. This is our level of quality that we want. Techs, you come up with the standard of how you want to do it. So again, there's all the, the competence training of like the why, you know, why are we doing what we're doing? What are we delivering? And how are we delivering it? And you have the people down in the ranks determine how. And then one, if they build it, then you can hold them responsible for actually doing it. And again, I think people, no matter what their generation, and we have a lot of talks on generations, mm -hmm. um, all, all people are people. They just want to do a good job and then get acknowledged for doing a good job. And then you recognize for that. Absolutely. Well, exactly. One thing about that is you said that, that the, the owners, the management should, should kind of set the, um, set the, the tone. expectations, set the tone, but the, the, the people who are actually doing the job setting the standards. How often should you revisit that, though? Because not only do you have generational um, you know, um, attrition, but you do have some turnover. Yeah. Um, and you have technological advances. Well, I think if there's, well, let's say without the advance. Okay. Any, any new person needs to come in and get trained to the standard. And they, what often happens is they come in and, well, I'm a senior tech. And I'm like, well, okay, is that because you're old or because you're good? <laughs> um, and if you're good, then show me. And oh, by the way, this is the standard we use at XYZ Company. Uh, and then they'll go, well, that's not the way I do it. I'm like, okay, is yours a better way? Well, it's my way. It's not the question I asked. So if it's a better way, let's show us all, and maybe that becomes the new standard. But we're not going around having 16 different ways because we have 16 different techs. And the goal, the goal and role of management is to say, we're going to you know, lock you into a room. We'll give you a pizza and beer. But at the end of the day, you need to come out, or at the end of an hour, you need to come out with a crimping standard and a labeling standard. And then the rest of us will follow suit with that. What I often find is that um, management sets the or writes a procedure having not done it in about 15 years, and then yeah. people read it and go, I'm not doing that. So it's, it's setting the tone. And then you refresh um, quarterly. You bring it back in and say, is there anything new we've learned? Is there anything that we can be more efficient in? 
Now, when there's a new technology or a new tool, then obviously you want to say, let's go to the new tool, but let's think about the cost and the benefit of that new tool or that new process or that new procedure. Is it going to give us the quality standard that we want? So you're always measuring it against uh, quality and then holding them to it. And I find it works, but it takes dedication and we'll say courage. One thing as we wrap up here, I want to circle back sure. on something you, you said uh, earlier about, about getting a dog. If you want a friend, get a dog. Right. You know, it, it, it's, it is a common, um, uh, goal, I think sometimes with, with in, in any organization, not just AV, but, but right. most offices, you know, having friends or having folks that you can rely on and, and, you know, talk about the differences and the, and the separation there between having a friendly work environment and being respectful for each other and, yeah. know, and having genuine friends that you can't speak truth to. Yeah. Well, then I would say that those aren't genuine friends. Okay. I, I think that it's at work, it's about trust, professionalism, respect, adherence to um, quality, adherence to your values, adherence to your ethics, and knowing that the people around you have your back when it comes to those things that should be the things that get you up in the morning and take you to work. I hear a lot of companies say, well, we're a family environment. And I'm like going, well, you know, I didn't get to pick my family. I don't think, Tim, you got to pick yours either. Um, but most families, it's like you go to Thanksgiving and it's just drama. So it's like, why would I want to have a family culture? And then people go, oh, well, what we really mean is we're polite to one another. I'm like, okay, so polite means you don't call each other out when people are obviously doing incorrect things. And they're like, right, that's what we mean by family. And I'm like, that's, that's not a family. You know, I, I raised my kids to be adults and it's like going then they hold the standards they clean their room all that i'm not cleaning their room for them but i find we have all this weird language whereas let's just go back to the basics this is the standards we hold to this is how we reward people and admonish people when we, they don't do it so a lot of times it just takes courage to say something sometimes it takes courage just to say thanks for doing a great job Absolutely. Well, that'll be a good place to, to end this one. Um, Great. Mr. Brad Malone from uh, Navigate Management Consultant. Thank you, sir. Thank you. If uh, somebody's getting interested in getting a hold of you or Navigate, how do they do so? They can email me at brad.malone at navigatemcmikecharlie.com or go to our website, navigatemc.com. We've got a lot of great things out there, so please come and visit. All right, Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate. Uh, my name is Tim Albright. For more information about us, Aviation, you can go by the website, aviation.tv, aviation.tv. You'll find this program as well as a host of others. While you're there, check out our supporter section. The folks who support us financially help us bring you the AV profession and so many more. All that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. Aviation.tv.